Hey, Hawkeye fans, Chad Leistico and Mark Emmert recapping Iowa's 48-31 to victory at Minnesota. Uh, the shootout we all expected, Mark. <laughs> I think I had this one 24-3, so uh, I could not have been more wrong about that. <laughs> uh, I had 28-10. So we yeah, were... That was the halftime score. That's right. Well, no, 28-17. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They got that late touchdown. We'll talk about that, of why it was 28-17 <laughs> at some point, I'm sure. But uh, all in all, what were your overall thoughts? Well, like I said, just a really weird, wacky game. Very entertaining, I guess. If you're just a casual fan out there looking for a good game to watch on a Saturday, there's a lot, lot of stuff going on. Um, I thought uh, really one of the big keys was they keep talking about getting off to a good start. Yeah. And yeah. it could not have been any better today. I mean, they're up 14 nothing 10 minutes into the game with two three-and-outs and two really nice scoring drives by the offense. So... Um, that was a nice tone for them to set from the beginning. And, of course, things got a little hairy at times after that, but they never lost a lead. So um, right. you know, I, thought, I felt like they were kind of in control most of this game. Uh, Minnesota cut it to seven, but I never, never really got the sense that this game was kind of in jeopardy of getting away unless they did, like, one more really stupid thing. But they only had two turnovers yeah. in them, so <laughs> they did not do that. I thought, I thought actually Iowa played a pretty good game, and Minnesota may have been a, better, a little better than I thought they were. Yeah, the uh, the only time when I think it got hairy, real hairy, was when Minnesota cut it to thirty-one twenty-four. Yeah, and uh, this was a play that I really didn't think about until later, mm. until yeah. post game, and then uh, uh, got to talking to Amir Smith Marset, and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, he made that forty-nine yard kickoff yep. return after Minnesota cut it to thirty-one twenty-four. So uh, that was a sensational return. It was uh, really wasn't a lot of hole there, but he just kind of no. made it himself. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, he had obviously, obviously had the big play early too with the touchdown, but yes. uh, that may have been just as significant because you're right that Iowa went right down and scored, um, and that what fifty-one yard drive or whatever that was. Uh, yeah, it was a, and, yes, fifty-one and, uh, yards. Yep. And uh, get that two fan. touchdown lead back, and then from there on it was. They were kind of in control. I mean, obviously, Iowa yeah. was the better team, and the better team won. Um, probably shouldn't have been this close, but uh, seventeen. Yeah, the spread was seven. Yeah, I'm just saying <laughs> it, the, it did the, feel closer though. Yeah, yeah, this is the way that I mean, it just felt like they couldn't put them away until the fourth quarter, and they they, they almost had them put away in the first quarter. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? And I and I kind of go back to that that Minnesota scoring drive, uh, third and nine. Uh, you know, they hadn't had a first down yet in the game. And suddenly Iowa gets flagged for this five-yard penalty because they got 12 men on the field. And uh, then Minnesota converts, and the next thing you know, they got a lot of momentum going. So um, I thought that was a big play in the game. And, and uh, maybe if Iowa forces a punt there, mm -hmm. uh, we're having a much different conversation, perhaps. Yeah. I think all in all, uh, a good, solid road win. Yep. Uh, something I pointed out in my column is, uh, remember a year ago, Iowa right. uh could not score a point on the road practically. Scored yes. 20 offensive points in their first three Big Ten road games Gosh, at Northwestern, Michigan State, and Wisconsin. Today they put up 48, all by the offense. Now some was set up by the defense, but right. most of those were pretty decent drives. Well, and so. I, I'm going to give the special teams credit for one of them. Yeah, good point. <laughs> good point. Because Let's talk about that now. Let's can can we please, because here's what you got. Yes. You're hitting all my triggers here. you got a special teams touchdown that goes to a tight end. <laughs> the long snapper was involved. Oh my gosh! I mean, this is. I mean, I'm already gonna have to commit this thing to memory. I've got a, I've got, uh, I got the replay going <laughs> in my mind right now. What a thing of beauty! But uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, the last time Iowa scored this many points was against Ohio State, and there was a 
fake field goal in that one too. So what what I'm hearing is that if they really want to be at their best, they got to try at least one fake field goal every game. I like that. Now I, I will correct you to say that they scored 56 at Nebraska, but oh, that's right. But uh, but yeah, absolutely. That was uh, a, a, they scored 48 on offense in that Ohio State game right. as well. Right. Tucker had the defensive TD. But, that's right. So about that play, let's. That was fun. Yeah, you uh, talked to uh, the man, right? Yeah, I talked to Jackson Subert. Uh, talked to Hawkinson a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would like more. De- I wish I had more details. I want well, but we, you did get the what it's called, right? Yeah, it's called Herky. So not <laughs> quite as sexy as Polecat. Still, that's kind of cool. Uh, it would have been cool to have a you know uh, Herky ring or something. You know what I mean? Like something <laughs> I called it the Sidewinder in my first column because I didn't know what they called it, but that was like <laughs> that snap is like something you do in your backyard. Yeah. So to recap, I mean, how it happens? Uh, probably not a big surprise, but. Uh, the play call comes in. The, mm-hmm. the guys tell each other "Herky, Herky, Herky" while they're coming onto the field, so they know the, the play is on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get the look at the line of scrimmage. They, uh, Colton Rastetter uh, calls for the shift, so uh, seven linemen go to the right. Yep. Nate Weeding goes to the left, and that leaves uh, Rastetter and Miguel Racinos in the backfield. And just like Polcat leaves the long snapper all by himself on an island. Yeah. And yet again, another opposing coach does not call timeout. <laughs> That's what baffled me. But yeah. It did last year too. But like, how can you? I mean, you see that they're doing something different. They're not kicking a field goal. Right. And the There's defense no way clearly has no idea what's coming. Like yeah. they just look like. Well, of course, he'd be confused. Well, anybody would be. And uh, he just lets the play happen. <laughs> Yeah, uh, maybe he was just curious to see what they were going to do. <laughs> flag, flag. He's a football guy. He just wanted to see how it was going to play out, and it ended yeah. up in the end zone. Well, I mean, I guess from their perspective, I I would call a timeout in that situation. I absolutely would, unless you're because wouldn't Iowa have then changed the play? They, they probably would have kicked the field goal then. Yeah, I yeah, bet. Right, because it was at the four yard line. It's not like it was exactly. at the one. Right. Yeah. Oh well, it was a fun play, and we nudged each other. I will say before that happened, we were like, yeah. "Feels like a fake." Yeah. Just yeah. You were all over that. Been been there before. Mm-hmm. They hadn't. We talked to Lavar Woods on our Hawk Center yeah. show. Remember, yep. and he was. Uh, you know, we asked him why no fakes yet. Yeah. Said, well, we're working on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they, and they pulled it out today. They have uh, been. Yep. Uh, really liked the call, and uh, T.J. Hawkinson got uh, uh, really nice blocking. Yep. Sam Brink credited Brinks, Sam Brinks yep. for a nice key block out yep. there. Uh, but but the bizarre part of the play is six guys were focused on. The four, mm-hmm. Weeding, Subert, Racinos, and Rastetter, yeah. were, other than Weeding, none of them could have really made, right. <laughs> was no threat exactly. to, to do anything. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> yet they had they attracted six guys, so Iowa had seven on five out to the right, and that's why it works. Yeah, well. yeah. Well, what did Subert say? Was he yeah, nervous well, he, at all? Or? Uh, he said uh, uh, he's a lefty, so he flung it with his left hand. Oh, okay. That worked out well. All right. Uh, obviously by design. And then... Uh, uh, the other part of it was uh, they practiced a lot in practice this mm, week, yeah. but but they were uh, testing it out in the locker room <laughs> before the game, <laughs> and he said he threw the ball over everyone's head. Oh no! When they were practicing, so but Lavar Wood still had enough confidence in him. Awesome. And uh, Kirk Ferentz said uh, uh, all the you know it was kind of all the coaching staff against him on that, and they kind of won out. So. Yeah, yeah, and he celebrated wildly as we saw in that video he showed me. <laughs> I tweeted that, so check that timeline. <laughs> I think he, I think he looked like nothing had just happened. <laughs> as you put it, it looked like uh, he was at a golf tournament. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, oh, he'll never change. So anyway, that gave Iowa a twenty-one-seven lead. Big they, play. They run, uh, run on, and and win the game forty-eight thirty-one. Uh, other takeaways from this game. 
running game wasn't there, but Minnesota made Iowa pass, and, yep. and Stanley beat him. Yep, and that's uh, that was one adjustment he made, and I thought uh, I thought he had overall a nice game. We can talk about the the one bad play uh, later, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I was impressed by his decision making and his you know his accuracy. Uh, they went mm-hmm. downfield a little bit. Yes, uh, they that, did. That was uh, I think good for this offense because uh, you know we hadn't seen that a lot in the first five games. Actually, the last three games, the pass game has looked a lot better, and it's really become yeah. more of a pass first team. It kind of has. Yeah. That's a good observation. Yeah. I like that. Which uh, I never thought we would say about Iowa, but I think they're kind of, I mean, that's a sign of the times. I mean, that's the way football is going. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that's uh, the best way for them to move the football. Brandon Smith, I mean, that was the, obviously by far his best game. Yes. As a Hawkeye. That's and one I mean, of Marcet's best team. games. Yeah. Yep, he's uh, obviously healthy. Three seventy-eight yards, really? and uh, and uh, he was very funny afterwards about his big touchdown. I talked to him quite a bit about it. Oh, tell me about that. Yeah. I missed that. He said uh, he said he saw right away that Minnesota blew the coverage. The safety never came over the top like he was supposed to, and the, and the cornerback kind of stayed in the flat. But so he said he wasn't sure if Stanley saw him though, because mm. he's just standing on his own sideline all alone, and Stanley was kind of scrambling. You know, that was a blitz there. Mm-hmm. Stanley had to step up and and. Uh, I said, did you wave your arms or anything? He goes, no, no, I, I don't do that. I, I, I'm open. He'll see me if I'm open or whatever. And, and uh, he caught the pass, and uh, he said, <laughs> turned around, and there was a safety uh, hauling balls to try to get him. And he said, oh. and then I was just using my, me using my speed against him, and, and I'm going to win that matchup. So he, uh, and he did. got into the end zone and somersaulted because uh, the guy had his, grabbed one of his feet. And, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was pretty pleased about that. He should have been. That, yeah. was, a, that was a real First time of the year for him. And uh, I wish I would have written this. I, I meant to. This is the guy that had the ball bounce off his yes. face mask against Wait, I talked to him about ago. that, and he claims there was no motivation about the, the fact that he committed here. Okay. I mean, he said, I, I wasn't thinking about that today. It's not me against Minnesota. And he, yeah. he said all the right things. But uh, obviously it felt good for him to, to have this game because um, of what happened last year. But, you know, he was also hurt a little bit earlier this year and, and hadn't put up the big numbers that I think he was mm-hmm. expecting. So um, maybe this will be a, kind of a kickstart for him. Yeah. All right, let's go into the stats. Oh, by the way, Iowa finishes with 420 yards of offense, mm-hmm. third straight game of 400-plus. Yep. Notable. Uh, in those three road games I mentioned last year where Iowa struggled to move the ball, averaged 203 per game. Oof. So it just shows you how much – now, Minnesota's defense is not obviously on the level of no. Michigan State or Northwestern right. or Wisconsin, but no. it shows you that – this offense is starting to travel on the road a little bit. It's yep. kicking into gear. The fact that we've seen it three straight weeks mm-hmm. to me is encouraging. Yep. Um, overall, so yeah. uh, Stanley finishes twenty-three of thirty-nine for three fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, his third career three hundred yard game. Yep. Four touchdowns, one interception, one sack, and, and one and fumble. Those, yeah. those, uh, that sack was a fumble. Set up another short field. It wasn't his fault. That one wasn't his fault. No, no. he got blindsided. Yep. Uh, was it Jackson that missed the block? I believe so, yes. He, that wasn't the only one he missed today. He had a, actually a little bit of a rough day. Yeah, I got yeah. Uh, a message to focus on Alaric for DVR Monday. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Well, there you go. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I will. I will, definitely. We'll see how he did, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, rushing numbers, really not much to speak of in the no, game. No, no. Uh, longest run of the day was 15 yards. Iowa uh, carries 40 times for 106. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of the run game? Yeah, like I said, I mean, obviously Minnesota was selling out to stop that, but mm-hmm. uh, there was really not much there all game. I mean, they tried all three guys a little bit. I thought Mikai Sargent had some nice moments when he first came he in. Did. Yeah, um, they tried to get him involved in the passing game, the running backs um, a little bit. You know, yeah. Ivy Kelly Martin was spread out wide a little bit. Uh, he had you know one nice catch and then one that one that almost was picked off. But uh, I don't know. It's still a work in progress there. That this wasn't uh, what it needs to be. 
Yeah, and I think that was a product of the yeah. way Minnesota was playing. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Martin, 20 carries for 47 yards, so not much there. A lot of the, he didn't. He really got his average hurt late yeah. when I was trying to run out the clock in the yeah. fourth. Yep. Uh, Sargent nine for thirty-three. Torn Young got a lot of questions. Why is he not playing more? Mm-hmm. Five for eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, receiving Nick Easley six catches, fifty-two yeah, yards. Kind of quietly called him out. Uh, yeah, I, I, on Hawk Central. I don't know that I did. I don't know that I did. I, uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe I did kind of, but uh, yeah, he had the first catch of the game. That really nice touchdown. That was a really beautiful route he ran on that, on his touchdown catch. Yes. Uh, Brandon Smith, as we mentioned, five for sixty-eight. His okay. uh, doubles his season total in yeah. catches, yeah. including one of the most impressive catches I've ever seen an Iowa receiver make. That yeah. one he took away from that defensive guy. Yes, it really was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noah Fant, four for twenty-seven, and he catches a touchdown as usual. That's all he does. Uh, he did get uh, hurt later in the game. Yeah, that was one thing. Came back, right? Did you hear anything more on, on you his know, status? I, no, I didn't. I didn't ask though. Okay, uh, we'll find out Tuesday. Yep. Uh, Smith Marset, three for seventy-eight. Hawkinson. Another good game for TJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. In addition to a rushing touchdown, three catches, 49 yards, and a score. Yep, the first uh, one. was first touchdown. And Ivory Kelly Martin, two for 40 on two screens, mm-hmm. uh, both totally brilliantly yes. called by Stanley yep. there. You Absolutely. could see he knew the play was going to be Where the rush is coming from, yep. 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 Okay, now the defense. You Ooh, wrote a lot about the defense. I did, I did. Where do you want to start? Because you've got a lot well, of areas we can I start I think we've got to start. Obviously, they start two true freshmen cornerbacks which we did not know till today that was going to be the case mm-hmm. um maybe we would have speculated that julius brents would be one starter but we didn't know ojimudia was also hurt right right and uh, this morning then yeah right and so riley moss and uh julius brents both get their first starts both get their first interceptions mm-hmm. moss gets two and yet i think brents was much more impressive of the two uh, because moss uh, also they went after really, moss a lot they did and i think there was a reason they had some success there too yes so uh so now they've started, what, seven different defensive backs or played seven? No, yeah, Stone started. started. They started yeah. seven. Started seven. Uh, very unusual, and obviously injuries playing a part of that. Now, Kirk Ferentz did seem to indicate that both Oja Moody and Hankins have been cleared to return to practice as yes. of sometime last week, so maybe they'll be back next week. They definitely need Hankins back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the one takeaway I would have there. He's good. Yeah. Um, and then the linebacker situation. Um, obviously, that's been an issue all year, and now Jack Hockaday goes out. With what looks like a could be a serious knee injury. Yes, he's on crutches. MRI tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, and then Amani Jones comes in and plays very well in his replacement. And then the final minute of the game, uh, I think. I mean, you can question the, the official's judgment, but I think that's a very aggressive play for him to make in a game you've already got one. And so, uh, mm-hmm. the price he's going to pay is that he got ejected from this game. This is targeting. I'm talking about ejected yes. from this game. He'll miss the first half at, in, at Indiana. Which means I, I assume Christian Welch will start at middle linebacker there and play a half there. So um, who do they have healthy now at linebacker? They're going to have Colbert, Colbert, Wade, Barrington, Wade, who got his first career tackle today. <laughs> one and Welch. only one, Welch. Welch. And then we'll have to see if Dylan Doyle and, and Seth Jones, Benson, yeah, Jones, can come back Jones. in the second half. Yeah. yeah. So it's just uh, what I wrote about is that this back half of this defense really in flux now, and 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 there are some problems today. Uh, Jake Gervas mm-hmm. told me that last touchdown Minnesota got was a miscommunication between him and Geno Stone. Geno Stone started today for the first time this season, and he did okay. Also got an interception. Um, and there's so many guys shuffling in and out that, you know, I talked about that penalty they had earlier. That was obviously a miscommunication thing. Uh, I think it was Jimon Colbert. Uh, was it? Okay. 
uh, definitely that's who Phil Parker was yelling at, so I assume that's who it was. Gotcha. But, um, so it's something we just don't typically see from Iowa is that much shuffling on the back end of their defense. Yeah. They've used six linebackers and seven defensive backs extensively this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not sure that that's, that's a winning formula going forward. They, they, they really need some stability back there, and I think they need it quickly because um, you know, yeah. they got some good teams coming up. Yeah, nice, injuries yeah. are piling up on defense. Yep. Offense, pretty healthy. Yeah. Defense, not healthy. Yeah. And the Hockaday loss is going to be a big one. I agree. I agree because he was playing pretty well, and he yeah. was their leading tackler and senior. Um, yeah. And he's played five games, so he can't get the red shirt. Yeah, so really that's right. Really a, a yep. tough break for him all the way around. Yeah, absolutely. So um, they're hoping for some good news tomorrow on that MRI, um, and they, I mean, they could use some. Yeah, it didn't look good. He couldn't yeah. even put weight on it. Right, so, I and, mean, and I can't and, imagine him be back soon. And Neiman's out at least another week, I'm sure. Yeah. So, whew. Um, I think that's the question of the mark of the year now for this Iowa Hawkeye football team is that back seven on the defense. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think uh, you, you can um, weather so many, only yeah, so many exactly. injuries. You can't. You can only you throw so many true going. freshmen out there and expect them all to you know be perfect all the time because they did make some good plays. Yeah. But they, they also made some plays that were very poor that cost them touchdowns. Yeah, and when you haven't played together a bunch, exactly. you're going yep. to give up those, and, those and, leaky uh, plays. So. Yeah, it can't be a 50-50 proposition of yeah. you know, good plays versus bad plays. Uh, so the defensive front is good, though. Yeah, it's, it's, that's still good. It's still good. And yeah. that's still healthy. A- Anthony Nelson and was very Anthony impressive. Nelson yeah, three sacks <laughs> in, the, in the first half, and I'm going to write about him for Monday's paper. Um, obviously his best game this year, and um, really impressive. Parker Hesse told me that uh, – he sent something in practice this week that Anthony Nelson was due for a big game. They just saw something mm. kind of in the way he was acting. Of course, he was born in Minnesota, so that might be part of it, a little mm-hmm. extra motivation. But uh, he was he was a beast today. Great stuff, Mark. Uh, yeah, make sure to check that out. Uh, I think we you know, talk so much about A.J. at the Ness all the time. Sometimes yeah. we forget that maybe Iowa's best defensive yeah. player is Anthony Nelson. Could be, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can make that case. Uh, we got so many great three-word headlines. I can't wait for gonna, these. I'm just going to dive into these now. Some celebrity three-word headlines. <laughs> yeah, too, we right? do. Stay tuned for that. Uh, let's start with uh, Log Cabin. It says, slow the boat. PJ <laughs> 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 oh, Flack is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> How about when he ran out on the field? I, I guess he must do that every he game. He does that, yeah, with yeah. The, and the oars and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, eventually it's a different he's look. going to get trampled. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was a wide receiver, uh, but, he, uh, but he doesn't have SEC I mean, speed, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt N E H N uh, says ski u na. Mm. Like that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Matt Easley, brother of Nick Easley, uh, oh. on that same note, ski u later, <laughs> ski u later. You like that one? I did like As that a one. Minnesota yeah. Native. Yeah. He's actually I follow him on Twitter. He's actually a very funny young man. I like yeah. to meet him sometime. <laughs> Um, I don't even get this one, but I thought I'd include it anyway. <laughs> oh. uh, Gage Gill says, tight pants flack. <laughs> was uh, he wearing tight pants today? Uh, you know, I didn't. I guess I didn't look that closely. <laughs> uh, and I certainly don't want to. Um, how about Mocha Truck? He seems like he comes through with yep. one every time. Uh, son of Polecat. <laughs> Herky. <laughs> Herky is the son of Polecat. I like that. I do son like that. Yep. Yeah, that, that fake field goal will be remembered for this one. Yep. Uh, Chad LaBerry says tricks and treats mm. on that same note. Yeah, we, we are, are in October. October yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see. Patrick Roars, where's Torn Young? Oh, boy. Why don't you take that one? 
Uh, he's still here. I saw him play today, so I don't think he's gone anywhere. I just think it's easy. It seems like for whatever reason they want to use him in the second half more. Yeah, in these games, and that's I don't know. That's their philosophy. So, uh, Tom Terrific says uh, less injuries, please. Yes, that's that's the big takeaway from this game. I think is the injury yeah. situation, especially coming out of the bye week. Yeah, you know, yeah. to be this banged up, it yeah. surprised me. I yeah. guess. Some key, know, key players. That Wisconsin game every year kind of does that to yeah, you, though. Yeah, yeah, So Good point. Uh, good for the Hawkeyes for surviving this. Mm-hmm. I like this takeaway. Kirky, do you love me? <laughs> is, the, is the Twitter uh, person? Oddly close blowout. Ah. Okay. It really was. Yeah. Uh, Omahawk94 says spicy pork grind. Mm. Like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob Pangburn says... That wasn't targeting. <laughs> Is he an official? Otherwise, that seemed to be a popular opinion on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, I, I haven't really taken a close look. I mean, look, it was, I it was a really, really hard hit, and it looked like it was his shoulder that he, on his head that he led with. But I just, like I said, why, why even take that chance in the last minute of the game? You got one, right? Uh, all right, I just lo- uh, I lost my my list here, but I, I will say the one from uh, Hawkeye Images, Dennis, uh, uh-huh. photographer for Hawkeye yeah. Report. Yep. Says uh, Floyd of Melrose Dale. Ah. I can't believe we've never heard that before. No, I haven't either. And I live right off of Melrose. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, Gabriel Johnson says uh, Rose Dale. Period. Rose Bowl? Question mark. <laughs> okay. How did the Wisconsin Nebraska game go today? Uh, Wisconsin won, but it was not a okay. Titanic blowout. I okay. don't remember. I think the final was. No, I don't want to say it here. I think they won by about twenty. Okay. Um, I'm going to slow my roll on that one, then. <laughs> uh, I will say, okay, Brock Yachty says Rolling Stone Moss. <laughs> I guess that's good. Uh-huh. That's good. All right, celebrity uh, celebrity headlines, uh, George Kittle. Who? Uh, <laughs> uh, assuming the 49ers have a game tomorrow, right? I, uh, I haven't, uh, on a Saturday night, he's probably. You know what? Uh, I think they have a bye. Okay. I think about it. Tight ends rule. <laughs> Well, that's right up my alley. I couldn't. I could not agree more. It's tickling your funny bone mm-hmm. there, and then he added another one later. Tight end, you. Yes, I mean, uh, well, they got the, the highest ranked uh, tight end in the NFL and college football right now. T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, yeah. And Kittle. I, and I, Fant. No, but I think I oh. think in the NFL. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I, I think by PFF measurements, he's number one right now in the NFL. Thank you, George. Yeah, that was a. Uh, and he's having a great season so far, yep. no question. Um, all right, last one uh, uh, from Chris Bryant, Detroit Hawkeye. Not not that Chris Bryant. Yeah, we've okay. had, yeah exactly. Uh, abandoned ship now. <laughs> Everyone likes to take a shot Flag, right now. Well, I mean, he kind of puts himself out there, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. So. You're gonna get that. He's now two and nine in the Big Ten. Yeah. All right. So uh, Hawkeyes four and one overall, one and one in the Big Ten conference. Yep. That's uh, big, big picture. They got Floyd for a fourth Hawks year. Seven games in seven weeks, and you know, yeah, the race mm. is gonna go fast now. Yes. What do you see now from this team that maybe you didn't before? Well, the, I think, like I mentioned earlier, lots of questions on defense all of a sudden because I actually thought the linebackers have been pretty impressive through through the first four games, and not saying that they're not gonna be now. But uh, no Neiman, no Hockaday. Yeah, um, they'd probably been the two best. Um, so that's a, somebody's got to step up there big time, and uh, and we'll see what they can do. I mean, it's, I'm not saying they can't do it, 
Yeah. You know, we've seen that happen before, but uh, that's that's tough. The cornerbacks, not as concerned about just because I think they're going to get those two guys back. Yeah. Um, and and if they have the role of Julius Brents, I think he's showing he's fine. I just don't. I'm yeah. not sure my, Rodney Moss is quite ready for this. Uh, Big Ten grind yet? No, no offense to him. Yeah, he's he got better years old. The game went on. He did. He ended up with two picks. Um, yep. But uh, I mean, those were nice plays. Yeah, I mean, yeah, good ball skills. You can tell the guys got talent. Yeah, yeah, for he's sure. Definitely a good athlete. I'd be curious to see as the coaches evaluate this. Do they go with Brents or Ojemudia if everyone's healthy? Yeah, I kind of thought the same thing. Tough that, call there. Yeah, because Brents. Call. I thought Brents was pretty good. He's a good player. Yeah, yeah. I know they like him a lot, and they should. Mm-hmm. Uh, one guy I do like. Um, in this linebacker thing, as you mentioned, the linebacker concerns. Imani Jones, I, I just want to give him a shout-out. Yeah, the guy that got benched earlier in the year for really not definitely his best game. totally out of place. Mm-hmm. He played well. Um, Led the team in tackles today. He did. In Play, playing basically half. playing a half. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we will wrap up on that note. Uh, Mark and I will be uh, heading to Bloomington, Indiana. Uh, but first, Iowa Basketball Media Day on Monday. You're right. excited about that? Absolutely, and Big Ten Basketball Media Day on Thursday. That's right. You're going to Chicago for that. Yeah, I uh, always love basketball season, and, of course, uh, a lot of questions about this team now, but also a lot of returning talent. So I'll be very curious to see uh, how that unfolds this year. And our usual uh, Hawk Central Radio tease comes now, and yes. as always, we get the perfect coaching guest. That's right. It will be linebackers coach Seth Wallace joining Hawk Central. And we this got week. questions for him. <laughs> he may not have answers. No, no. Uh, certainly, some he's not going to want to share. Sure, but uh, certainly <laughs> an interesting um, position yeah. group to be talking about this week. So yeah. stay tuned for that. Thank you, Mark. Great work today. Please read our coverage at hawkcentral.com. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and we will see you next week.